0: This is Mike Cohen, and welcome to my podcast, and a very interesting subject today. Uh, Bold Capital Enterprises Limited and Medsco Incorporated, a Montreal-based medical technology company, announced recently that 12 healthcare institutions in Quebec are now permitted to provide their patients with the benefits of a new state-of-the-art device that uses acoustic sound waves for the treatment of lung disorders and respiratory infections. That includes COVID-19. Joining me is Dr. Simon Feneuf, who is an emergency physician and the chief scientific officer at Dimetsco, and uh, Yvonne Robert, who is the founder of the company. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks. So, Dr. Feneuf, I'll begin with you. In the press release, it states that clinical advances show that non-intrusive treatments, such as the acoustical wave treatment provided by the frequencer Increase the medical success rate and significantly reduce the risk of complications for patients. Uh, can you explain a little bit about what that means? I mean, uh, uh, acoustical wave treatment and and the frequencer. Uh, yes, uh, with pleasure. Well,
1: actually, uh, the frequencer is uh, using acoustic waves. Uh, that is sound, in um, in other words, uh, to clear the airway from uh, secretions and uh one of the problem in many lung infections when uh secretions and and pus uh and mucus is accumulating in the lungs um it causes a it causes uh it, it's it's a, a media that is prone to superinfection what is called superinfection is an infection on top of another infection let's say for instance you catch a virus and then you have secretions and then a bacteria comes on top of it and creates a second infection that is generally more dangerous than the first infection. So it's very important. We have natural lung clearance mechanisms uh, to clear the lungs from uh, secretions, normal secretions, mucus, and also abnormal secretions in case of infection. And uh, in, uh, in some uh, pathological situations, infections, including COVID sometimes, uh, not always, but sometimes, uh, we need to clear, we need to help uh, clear the lungs from those secretions and mucus um, to prevent clogging of the smaller airways and superinfection.
0: So so this new uh, uh, creation, if you will, it could help people with COVID?
1: Well, it's, uh, it, it, as I said, it's an airway clearance device. So any condition that uh, requires uh, clearing the airway from secretion, uh, whether from COVID or pneumonia, COPD, cystic fibrosis, Uh, can be amenable to uh, treatment with the frequencer. And what the frequencer does, it uses a a sound wave around 40 hertz. And uh, and at this frequency, it's been demonstrated that the mucus, the secretions in the lungs uh, are are getting more
0: liquid, uh,
1: thus easier to expectorate or to to suction uh, in case of an intubated uh, patient. Um and also it's, uh, it's the, the natural resonance frequency of the smaller airway, uh, again, helping to, uh, clear the secretion. So any clinical situation, uh, with accumulation, um, accumulation of mucus secretions in, in the, especially in the smaller airways is an indication for using the frequencer. And, and, and I would add that uh, the good thing also, I mean, if we look at the other technologies, that uh, other airway clearance technology, um, in, in certain circumstances, it, it, they're very hard to use. Uh, for instance, with yes. intubated patients, uh, some of them are, are bulky or just, I mean, practically uh, cumbersome and, and almost impossible to use, whereas the frequencer is very easy to use. Uh, it penetrates deep. The sound waves penetrate deep uh, inside the inside the lungs, and um, and and it's it, it's very easy to use. And you can see the results uh, within uh, thirty, forty-five minutes. So you can see if there's an improvement in the clinical condition of your patient.
0: Very, very interesting, uh, um, Yvonne, uh, as the founder of the company. I see that you've uh, received support support from a very a number of government agencies. So I guess that translates into the government having a lot of uh, a lot of faith in this in this uh, program.
2: Yeah, well, uh, we've been uh, placing devices in a few hospitals for a while and then uh, when covid uh, came up, uh, I guess because it was uh uh, uh it was a good place to uh, make sure that more devices would be uh, in uh, more places more hospitals and because of the uh, the uh, the money that came from uh, the government to help uh, the medso well uh, we were able to uh, at least uh, add 12 more hospitals uh, so that they can uh, use the device and uh, make it better for uh, some of these patients
0: what kind of feedback have you received from the hospitals?
2: Well, uh, the feedback came from some hospitals. Uh, I wouldn't say all of them because it, it's been it, it's been very uh, it hasn't been very long. But uh, some hospitals at uh, the. At Cusim, uh, I think, and uh, one uh, well, a few hospitals in Germany have uh, did some testing with uh, with the device and uh, with uh, with good results. So uh, we think that having more devices in more hospitals uh, will uh, get uh, more patients in a better situation.
0: Uh, Doctor Funnup, uh, you uh, the frequencer has been uh, cleared by Health Canada and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I don't think uh, and uh, you're also you also hold the uh the mark uh, in europe so it looks like you're you you uh you've gone through all the right channels
1: uh yes well the challenge right now is uh this newer technology is not uh, well known amongst uh physicians and uh and i i think uh that's uh that's uh we have to uh to, to do the work to uh, to educate uh, the clinicians and it's a bit uh, weird because normally um, the, the the professionals doing the treatments in uh, in, in the hospitals are uh, respiratory therapists and uh, physical therapists um, but the doctors has to prescribe it uh, but the technology is better known by the uh, respiratory uh, therapist and physiotherapist uh, than the doctors. So we really have to work on uh, on educating uh, the clinicians about this uh, this this technology and and also the good thing is uh, it, it can be used uh, in combination with uh, other airway clearance technologies such as uh, um intra intrapulmonary uh, percussive ventilation.
0: very, very interesting. Uh, now, uh, Yvonne, the device was designed to be used uh, I read at home and in a variety of care settings hospitals, long-term centers, private senior residences, rehab centers. Uh, So this could actually be used at someone's home?
2: Oh, yeah, sure, sure. It's probably the only device that uh, can be used uh, everywhere. It's easy to use. uh, It's very gentle as a a treatment. And it's probably the uh, the, uh, only device or the only treatment that uh, can be used either with the uh, neonates as well as uh, elderly uh, frail patients. So in ICU it's well uh, it's well used, but at home it's very easy also.
1: Yeah, it's it's been it's been originally developed for cystic fibrosis and used in this indication for years, uh, but then we uh, it, it became very clear that uh, the indications are, are much broader than this. And as Yvonne mentioned, in uh, neonates neonates. Uh, I mean, the standard uh, uh, physical therapy, chest physical therapy, uh, involves clapping, uh, which is slapping the chest to, uh, to help clear uh, the secretion. Uh, obviously, you cannot do that on, on a neonate. Um, same thing after uh, thoracic uh, surgery, uh, it wouldn't be very kind to start uh, slapping the chest of a patient. Uh, so, there are numerous indications uh, where uh, the frequencer is is almost the sole uh, technology that can be used.
0: Very interesting. Um, now, Dr. Faneuf, uh you're uh, a, a physician, of course. Uh, I always want to ask physicians when I speak to them, what are your thoughts on when the COVID-19 crisis will end? Uh, I got it myself. It wasn't fun. Uh, the vaccine uh, what are your thoughts on the rollout so those two questions
1: Yeah th- these are good questions um I don't have a crystal ball but I believe that uh my my target is next summer Uh I think we uh and, and I mean a couple of uh couple of wild cards can uh can reshuffle the deck uh including these new variants uh that uh and then, and I think we may we may have a, a tough winter because of that um, but again, we uh, we saw last summer we were afraid that uh, cases could increase, but uh, but uh, but actually uh, the number of cases and uh, mortality came down instead of yeah. during the summer. So I think, and as many virus, you know, uh, UV UV light UV light is uh, is uh, very harsh and uh, sterilizes the virus. The thing also we've seen that uh, indoor airborne transmission is a key factor in COVID and uh in 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 the summer i mean we tend to open the windows and ventilate uh, uh and, and hang out outside more than inside so i think by uh combining the rollout of the vaccine uh with uh eventually nicer weather uh that maybe we'll have uh, some outbreaks uh next fall uh but i think the bulk of, of the pandemic uh should be over i mean that's that's my hope at least
0: Interesting. I, I I like to hear that. Uh, uh, Yvonne uh, I see you're working with Cozo Management, which is based in my community of Cote St. Luke. Uh, they're playing a role in, in, in helping you in a number of ways. I, I believe there's been a GoFundMe campaign. What 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 is on your agenda right now for this product? What needs to be done, Phil?
2: Well, <laughs>
0: we, need, a lot. Uh,
2: yeah, we need more more patients to hear about it uh, and to try it and uh, make sure that they love it and uh, this is the main object to be more on the market Uh, we haven't uh, done a lot of marketing so far so uh, we have a lot of uh, job to do but uh, the way we're working at the moment uh, could uh, lead us to something very nice go ahead
1: yeah go ahead yeah I, i just wanted to add right now we have uh uh several uh clinical trials that are either ongoing or about to begin uh in different indications. Obviously like for COVID uh, uh, uh I mean it's it's because it was urgent and uh the, the, the and the device was already cleared for uh, airway clearance, uh it's it's been used and it's it's currently in use because and as I said, uh clinicians just have to use the device and and they can see whether it improves their patient's condition uh, uh, shortly thereafter. It's, it's, it's straightforward. Um, but also any other condition that uh, involves mucus uh, are, uh, could be un- amenable to this therapy. And uh, another reason why we're currently uh, doing clinical trials to, uh, to prove the efficacy in some settings that uh, for which we have little data and, and also to increase uh, awareness amongst physicians.
0: So in other words, uh, in due time, you may be able to come out with a a very thorough statement that could say, for instance, uh, we've had this done, we've we've tested it on many COVID patients, it's proven to be beneficial, but it sounds to me like uh, you've already had or heard from, no data, but you've heard from hospitals or or specialists who've used it on COVID patients and and have had some success?
1: Oh, yeah. We have uh, what we call
0: case reports.
1: Uh, and obviously, it's been, it's, been, it's been used in combination with, uh, with other treatments, uh, but it's been, we, have, we have reports of, uh, of the technology being used with success in, in COVID patients.
0: All right. It, it sounds like a great project in the body of the, the, the podcast. I'll include the website so people want to get in touch with you. I want to thank you gentlemen both for joining me, and I want to wish you the best of luck. Okay. All right.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, just take a look in my uh, description of the podcast for more information. This is Mike Cohen bidding you goodbye for now.